I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. Where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Hey, y'all. I I went real hard with that one today, didn't I? Let me have it. (laughs) And if you are new, great day to you. So glad to have you join us this week. I am, I am. All right, so what is we talking about today? Talking about why I live higher education I have kind of talked about it in bits and pieces around the way in different conversations and interviews and just talks that I've had, but don't recall, so I went back to skim real quick, that I hadn't had a a conversation here in this space um, about it. And so ironically, this show would come out at the start of an academic school year. So that happened because... Um, I'm not, look, I'm not trying to like, you know, set nobody off and be like, have everybody like, all right, we out. Not, that's not the goal. A Facebook memory came up the other day of me um, at the welcome week that I had done before I transitioned out of higher education. And I was like, oh my goodness. But it inspired thought because I went back to thinking about the experiences that I have had um, throughout higher education, being both a full-time professional in it and now being one who helps institutions, you know, through the work that I do with the different platforms that I have. And so from that, I was like, wow. But I also remember when I didn't know how I was going to make it once I left, I was so scared to go on about my business because higher education was the only thing I knew but it's the only thing I ever wanted to know. And kind of like being in a relationship with somebody who you know you love, but you know they're not good for you. So you hold on because I just want to be with this person, although we not getting nowhere. That's kind of how I was feeling with higher ed at a point in my life. And I had also been in a place where I didn't feel like I could talk about it without one being too moved by it and too upset about things that happen because I've had several experiences of higher education that I am going to not relive on this show with you, but I'll definitely say things that I have carried with me and I've had to be mindful of not being triggered in situations with other people on account of what I had gone through in some of the workspaces that I've been in. And truthfully, what it boils down to is... I really had to take time to sit with Eve and figure out what Eve wanted. And at a point, I realized for me, higher education was no longer working for me. Now, that's not to take away from the fact that there are some things that happen within higher education spaces, but there are things that happen in professional spaces, period, for all of us. So it's not just isolated to higher ed, but again, Higher education was all that I knew 
And for me, these were the breadth of my experiences that just made me say, nah, I'm, I'm good on that. Now, something that I think is funny now, when I was in grad school, I had taken the um, strong skills assessment and it told me that my number one fit would be college instructor. And <laughs> it's ironic now, or is it, that for a few years, I have been an adjunct professor of higher education and absolutely love it. But I'll be for real, I have always loved being in the classroom within higher education and do believe that my experiences would have been different if I were in a role that were also more fitting. So saying that to also say, not only was I struggling with, again, kind of finding my fit in the higher education space, me pursuing a professional career in student affairs and higher education, um, or in an academic career rather, um, also limited me in a way that I didn't think about at first, but I also didn't know to think about because my focus was, I want to always be on a college campus. And so as a first generation college graduate, now graduate student, moving into being a professional, that's one of those things, right? I didn't know better. And here I am grown, so I'm responsible for my damn self. So I'm making these decisions the best I can with what resources I have. And although I knew I loved the classroom and I stayed trying to get into a classroom, like I'll teach the leadership classes, I'll do these classes. Everywhere I was, while I was in the classroom, that was the place that I thrived, right? And I knew that because I love, love, love teaching students and, and helping students grow in that capacity. And again, seeing that strong skills inventory or assessment, I forget which one it is. I know I still have it somewhere though, <laughs> but I'll say that um, I wish I would have had that sooner as well to have been able to make different decisions, even thinking about the, the breadth of things that you can do and teach um, even if it's at the community college level, what things could I have done to be an instructor in these spaces? And I would have pursued that differently. But I'm not mad about it at this point because everything has led me to where I am now. And I have that, in my opinion, the ideal space to show up in both in, you know, sharing time in higher education, but as well as doing my own thing. So at high level, me leaving higher education because, well, was because I was tired. Um, I was really tired. And at some point after leaving yet another position, I had to ask myself, um, is it really higher education or is it you, Eve? And there are some times in life where, you know, y'all know people who don't ever want to say it's them, although it's them. And so there was a point again where I just kind of realized maybe it is me and something with me and I need to take some time to figure out what I want to do or what I'm trying to do. And I need to do this in a way where I'm not asking other people about what I should do, what department I should try, um, you know, where do they see me? And I started to really turn inward and I've got some of the dopest mentors in the world. I, hey, I mean, I've lost a couple of them actually since having left higher education. Um, but definitely in a space where, when I say lost of them, I'm like, literally like they're no longer um, here. So like, what you mean you lost them? Like, no, we, I mean, good, good to the end. Like, you know, good to the end. But yeah, but me being in a space where 
I really wanted to take a moment to just figure out what Eve wanted and needed. And me doing that was to go ahead and leave higher education and maybe try something different. And so I laugh these days because I actually remember um, before leaving, I you know, honestly tell people, I said, I don't have a plan. I don't know if people thought I was joking because I had no plan. The only thing I knew that I was doing was transitioning out of higher education. And I was going to take some time to figure it out, whatever that looked like. But so many people just knew I was going to go start a business. And I'm thinking, where are y'all getting this from? Who said I was going to go start a business? Y'all got to be kidding me. And I'm like, okay, if that's what y'all think. But I'm like, I'm, I don't know anything. I don't even know anything about business. I don't know anything about starting a business, how to run a business. So there is no way in hell y'all really thinking I'm going to start a business. But again, looking back, because hindsight, y'all, hindsight is 2020. I know now that people have long been seeing something that I had not seen for myself, but I also had to do something different to see something different for myself, which has gotten me here. And then what's really funny is when I talk to folks these days who have known me for the span of my, you know, both collegiate and professional career in higher education, I can't think of anybody who hadn't been like, and I always knew that you would be doing something like this. But why y'all ain't tell me? (laughs) But at the same time, it's more so this thing like I had to know and figure it out and find out for myself. And that's the biggest thing, right? And so I say that I was tired because I was, right? And again, we said, I'm not going to get into some of the situation that may have happened that left me like, oh my gosh. But at the end of the day, what it really boils down to was I was finally choosing me and me first. That I wasn't concerning myself with letting down my coworkers, my colleagues. I wasn't worried about, oh, the students need me. I wasn't worried about, oh, all the projects that weren't going to get done. I was finally choosing me and deciding that I really needed to make a change. And I couldn't wait for somebody to give me permission to do that. But I also couldn't blame anybody for not taking care of myself when it was my decision to to leave or stay, you know, within the field. And, And just because that's where I was at that time in my life, did not mean that I would never go back, but it did mean that I had to have new experiences to be able to understand and know myself differently, but also to live the life that I wanted to live and had to figure out what would that look like for me. And I know that so often we are in spaces and places where we have fear because something is familiar and we don't know what we would do in another place or we can't see it, um, how things will be able to go. But we've got to try and we've got to seek the help, right? Be it that that is a career coach or a business coach or career counseling, whatever that looks like, we have options. And as a first gen The biggest thing for me was having to really work through imposter syndrome and knowing that I was capable and I was skillful and I did have the capacity 
to move in a different space and to thrive, no matter what that space looked like. I also had to work on rebuilding my confidence because there were moments where I felt really, really good about who I was and how I showed up. Just to find myself in those same moments where I'm like, oh, okay, so I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what I'm talking about. Just to go back later and realize that I did know what I was doing, I did know what I was talking about, but it is what it is now, boy. <laughs> But I know at the end of the day, it was just a decision. It was me saying, and I'm now actually realizing it was a very present decision. And I've continued to work to be more present. But in that moment of my life, here I am. And here is what needs to happen for me to be well, as far as I can see right now. And I'm going to do it. So for you who's listening, who's got anything in front of you that may seem like a difficult decision or you're going back and forth because of all the things and all the all the choices, it doesn't have to be complicated. And I think we tend to complicate things more than it is complicated, but it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be some seemingly grand reason to give to everybody else for why you're choosing to or no longer to do something. It doesn't have to be because a situation ended up being just bad. It could just be like, I'm ready for a change. And that's something else we've got to like unlearn for ourselves. That again, I'm gonna say it does not have to be bad because you want to transition and move on and do something different. How often do people get together and they're both really amazing people, but it's just not a fit. So let your reason be your reason, whatever that reason or reasons may be, because you don't have to explain to anybody. You don't owe anybody anything. And let me say this too, especially as somebody who comes from an education background, there was some point that I also started to realize and, and come to and really understand these days that I can serve and get what I deserve. Those two don't have to be isolated. It's not that I can only serve and not have a good quality of life or that I'm only making money and I'm not serving. These things aren't exclusive, but again, depending on where you come from, there may have been a belief instilled within you that money's not important. And while money may not be the most important thing, it is important. And that's a truth that some of us um, have a hard time wrapping our heads around because yes, we want to serve and do well. And, and for some of us, who are we to have money or to even think that we deserve to have money on an account that we didn't come up with money and and far too often because we are doing, I'm doing air quotes right now, better than whomever raised us, that we shouldn't complain or we should be okay with what we've got because we've struggled all our lives anyway. But that's why we have been reaching for more because there's a certain quality of life that we know that we want and that we deserve and that we shouldn't have to settle for. And as first gens, my hope for us is that we continue to know that a quality of life that we desire is possible for us. And so doing what's necessary to get to that life is just what needs to be done. And again, you don't owe anybody an excuse for that, for wanting what you want for your life. So, so back to why we are here in the first place. I left because I looked at my life, I thought about my future, and I made a decision. It's as simple as that. And my hope for you is that you will look at your own life 
and be real with yourself about what is and what is not working, but also determine for yourself what you do and do not want for yourself. It's really, again, just as simple as that. And that you trust your journey. You trust, you know, what you're doing and the decisions that you're making and how you're showing up, that you trust it all. But most importantly, my hope is that no matter what, you just keep keep on pressing forward. All right, know that I love you and I'm out. Peace.